And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning, and thanks for tuning in all across the good old USA. We always appreciate you doing that. Hey, we've got a fun show for you today. We're going to be talking a little fishing up front, and then we'll talk a little bit uh, about archery in the second hour. Got some new aerial information to share with you with uh, the guys over at Victory Archery, but uh, we're going to be talking to Officer Brent Cook up first about a really neat family event coming up here in the next couple of weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. In between there, we'll have a fishing report from you, and uh, we'll do a little trivia before we get out of here and a Smoking Joe Smelters report. Plus, we'll take your calls at uh, 244-1350, 244-1350, anytime you want to call in and say hi. We'd be happy to hear from you. First uh, show hour is brought to you by our good friends at Cafe Diem. I talked to Bill the other day. He said he got a lot of neat things going on. They got that new breakfast, which is really, really cool. Uh, and I'm talking like pancakes and waffles and omelets and all that other fun stuff. That's really going well for them. And then they got some new coffees coming out. So I'm excited about that. Get uh, maybe looking at a new selection for the Outdoors Dan Coffee. We'll have Outdoors Dan Coffee available again probably at the, towards the middle end of July. And then we'll have it for the rest of the year. So I'll let you know as soon as uh, the labels and everything are ready to go, and we'll go from there. But Cafe Diem, they got two great locations for you. One over there in Ames, downtown. Beautiful, really neat uh, coffee house if you haven't been in there. Actually voted best coffee house the last 15 years. How about that? And then you have uh, over there in Ankeny, right across from DMAC, a little plaza there. Can't miss it. Uh, They got a fireplace in there. Just great coffee, great food, great fun. What a way to go plan your next outdoor adventure. Make it Cafe Diem. It's uh, the official coffee of the Outdoors Dan shows. So there you go. Andrew, can you pop my mic? Or I'm just a little soft, a little bit. Uh, am, I, am I coming through okay? You hear me all right? All right? Okay. Andrew's over there manning the controls. Hey, let's uh, head over to the phones, and we're going to go visit with Officer Brett Cook. And uh, Brett, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a neat family fishing event coming up. Brent, how you doing this morning? Doing good. Thanks for having me on, Dan. It's my pleasure. I met Brent. I uh, was out at an Iowa Wild game with my kids uh, a couple months ago, and you guys were. What were you guys doing? It was was it Police Officers Day or something? I think it was. Uh, it was Public Safety Day, where public safety uh, organizations were out from all over the metro and central Iowa. Uh, just kind of promoting what they do and showing thanks to everybody uh, that was at the Wilds game. I was actually there uh, helping staff the Iowa Cops tent 
and when I met you, and they're, that's an organization that's that's awesome. Uh, they help families rebuild their lives after a line of duty death yeah. uh, of a law enforcement officer. Well, we we definitely don't want to hear more about any more about uh, one of the uh, one of our fine officers going down. I, you know, I, I tell you, uh, I don't know if you know Tony. Um, gosh, what is Tony's last name? She does a great job um, uh, with the organization that helps with that too. Um, and I can't remember. You know, Brent, it's, isn't it horrible getting old? <laughs> Cannot remember. And that, that's just that's just awful. But uh, I know. Yeah, you guys listen. You guys and gals over there, you guys do some uh, really neat things. I when I can't sleep, one of the things I I'll usually do is I'll listen to the scanner at night. And uh, I, but what you folks have to put up with, I'm telling you, I, I I pray for you guys all the time. I tell you. So thanks for what you do. Thanks for your service. Oh, my pleasure. So let uh, you got a big fishing thing coming up, huh? Was it Cops and Bobbers? Cops and Bobbers. It's the twentieth annual uh, event. It's coming up next Saturday at the City Hall Pond, uh, kind of by Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Yeah, it's kind of a little uh, hidden treasure, I guess, uh, in the middle of the city that people I don't think realize have the type of fish in there that there is there's some nice bass and crappie and, and bluegill in there and how, how many years is this since you guys been putting this on uh 20 years wow, uh, so wow. we're hoping to have a a big turnout this year to celebrate the 20 years now how did this all come how did this all start happening brent i actually started it when i was working at the raccoon river park nature lodge when that first opened uh, that was one of the things I started to get put together, and before we held the first event, I made the switch over to the police department and was actually in the police academy when we held the first event. Yeah, that, and that's from a, then on, it just uh, continued. You know, I, I you know whether it's uh, you know I, I'm from St. Louis, and I know that uh, our police departments down there used to do stuff with kids. I, we used to do an urban fishing programs all the time, and. We'd have the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Bernie Federico came out a few years for us. And it's so rewarding when you get to see a, a child for the first time hold a rod and reel and catch a fish. There's, that smile just does not leave their face. It's awesome. Oh, it is. That's what keeps me coming back year after year is to see the, the very little kids out there with their little uh, character poles. And you don't think they're going to catch anything. But, I mean, they're reeling in some of the biggest fish. And you're right, the smile on their face and just the excitement that they have. You hope you triggered something in there that it's going to be something that they want to do as they get older. Now, when's the date? Uh, Saturday, June 8th, next week. Next Saturday. And then, okay, yep. now how does someone take uh, uh, advantage of this if they want to participate? All you have to do is show up that morning. Um, we will have representatives from Shields out there helping they will bring uh, rods and reels. If you don't have a pole, they will have poles here for you. They'll have bait here. They will help people. If you don't want to touch the worms, they'll help uh, bait the hooks, take the fish off. Um, Iowa DNR is going to be there because it's free fishing weekend yeah. in yeah. Iowa. Yeah. They're going to be there uh, frying up some fish so people can uh, taste what they're um, They're going to bring the fish. We're not going to clean them and eat them right there, but uh, you'll be able to taste fish and uh, just show up we'll register registration starts about eight forty-five. uh fishing itself starts at nine runs to 11 and then that's followed up at eleven thirty with a bunch of prizes that we're going to be giving away well that's exciting so now is there any age restriction on this for the kids uh just 
anybody under the age of 18 okay. uh, can come and participate, and uh, uh, we'll be able to win the prizes. Okay, there you go. So what kind of, uh, you got like a biggest fish prize, smallest fish, stuff like that? Yeah, we always have biggest fish uh, certificates. We got, I think, five different categories. Uh, we always include an other category for who knows what's going to be in there, uh, turtles or frogs or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, but then, yeah, we have tables full of prizes that we get donated by uh, uh, local organizations, and that's, this thing has been run for the last 20 years by purely by donations. Um, and uh, just the volunteers that are down there helping out, if we didn't have the um, the businesses in the metro that have donated and the people that have volunteered, this would not have been going for 20 years. Yeah, I tell you what, you need a lot of folks to help you, you know, do this stuff. When I when I uh, first moved up here, we were doing stuff up at, down at uh, Waterworks, and we did it for like four or five years. And you know, any kid that showed up got a prize and stuff like that. And it just it just with budgets and the economy, it just it didn't make it. So for you guys to do it for 20 years in a row, you should be very proud of yourselves. And I, I, every kid that has come over the last 20 years has left with a prize. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's of some, some sort. Yeah, we always, you know, it's important, you know, that way they feel like they did something. And <laughs> not only did it get a chance to experience that little tug on the end of the line, but, you know, you get to something to take home to have a memory with. And it was always a great, you know, it's just, it's just great to see kids and families having that kind of fun. Yeah, and, and hopefully that'll kind of, this event hopefully will foster, you know, that, uh, desire to get outside during the summer and there's a is the metro has expanded there are a lot of little ponds inside the city limits throughout the metro that people don't realize what's in there if it's on a public property that you can go in and fish uh there are always i'm hearing stories nonstop of people going out and catching three four pound bass in these small city ponds and they're they're hitting on anything because they're so hungry they and they're, they're not fished. So. Yeah. Well, I've always said some of the best fishing in the world are smaller fisheries, you know, those little ponds. And, you know, you get a, they don't get the pressure that a lot of other lakes get. And, you know, like mm -hmm. you said, a lot of times uh, they're looking for something to munch on. So that's that's always a good time to get out there with the family and do that. And uh, we've been, you know, I've been on the radio for 23 years this year now. It's kind of crazy. But I've always said, you know, if you take a child hunting or fishing, you're going to give them a better quality of life. And uh, it teaches them discipline. It teaches them uh, life skills they'll be able to carry all the way through the, the rest of their lives. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Patience, you got to be, especially for fishing, you got to be patient. And that's one thing that you run into with the, the real small kids. So we try and have other stuff available down here. If the fishing's not great or they're not catching stuff, we'll have other things going on. Uh, next Saturday that can kind of keep their attention uh, throughout the the event. Absolutely. All right, tell them where it's at again. It's at the City Hall Pond in West Des Moines. It's kind of nestled in between the library, City Hall, and right next uh, to Valley Stadium, if you know where that's at. Sure, absolutely. All right, well, listen, thanks so much for what you do and what you're doing for the families and you know, I uh, we always try to uh, support our, our firefighters, our first responders, our police and military. And I, I've always said that, uh, you know, you guys and gals out there that are doing that, uh, you're the best of what we have to offer in this country. So thank you again for your service. Well, thank you, and we appreciate your support. <laughs> I'm just sitting here talking to you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you're out there. I, we see you around. Oh, well, I appreciate that. So, hey, listen, you be good, Brent, and uh, let me know how it went, okay? 
Will do. All right. Hey, and if someone wants more information about this, is there a website they can go to? Uh, they, I can. They can actually give me a call directly. Okay. Uh, my number's out on all the flyers and stuff that we put out. Uh, it's 515-222-3357. Two, two, we'll get you more information all on All right. It. Let me say that again. 222 two, two, what? 3357. Three three five seven. All right, there, yep. Brent. You have a great weekend and uh, good luck with all the kids next week. And I hope you guys have some good weather. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, sir. Bye. There he goes, Officer Brent Cook, uh, cops and bobbers. You know, I, I I really really take my hats off to folks that do that stuff. I uh, I, I just uh, that's we need more of that. You know, honestly, we do. I, I just. Uh, and it's been, I, I haven't even got to, I don't think I've been fishing yet. Uh, it's been so muddy where I go fishing, I can't get back there, you know? So it's nice to have some other areas to go to. And like I said, you put a rod and reel or uh, a bow or a shotgun or uh, you take a child out there and teach them how to shoot, how to fish. Um, you're building life skills that those kids are going to be able to carry with them the total rest of their lives. And their quality of life is way better having that, that knowledge and skill and it teach himself, teaches them self-confidence, and uh, I don't know. I know my life would have been a lot worse if I wouldn't have been able to go fishing every day after school. You know, one of my earliest memories is is going out to fishing. Yeah. No matter what, it's, I can always remember. I remember a Power Ranger bobber. I, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it vividly to this day, exactly what went on. Uh, I believe I caught one fish. But nonetheless, it was pretty fun. But it's, again, a memory I'll, I'll always remember. Oh, absolutely. I, I remember I had a beagle when I was growing up. His name was Duke. And uh, we lived on a farm, non-working farm. It was just a farm out in Missouri. And uh, I got home, man, that school bus would be coming around the corner. And my dog would be sitting there on the top of the hill waiting for me every day to get home. And uh, I missed, that was one of the best dogs I've ever had. He was just a great, great dog. And... Uh, um, you know, we'd go fishing and, you know, he'd always, if I had minnows or whatever, he'd always be trying to eat my minnows. You know, if I catch a fish and man, if I caught a catfish, he'd always be trying to fight with a catfish and you know, I throw it on a stringer, you know, that he was such a great dog, man. I love that dog. So it builds a lot of memories. Seven fourteen and some change. Let me hit a real quick break. We'll be right back. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on New <laughs> 1350 ESPN. So, so what uh, what's going on? What have you been doing? Huh? 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 Uh, Andrew and I were just sitting there talking about the uh, the things that we have to do here. I'm telling you, I I'm, after I get off the air, I gotta go over. Uh, I I don't well, I have to because it's part of my job. But I uh, going over to Sportsman's. I gotta go film all those gear checks for the TV show today. And then all I have to do is just do the openings and the closings, and then the 2019 season of Outdoors Traditions should be ready to be in the books. We'll start uh, airing that on first week, uh, first week Monday of July. 
coming up. Woohoo! Yeah, it's always a good feeling when you get everything when you get everything done and it gets uploaded, and then you can relax and just uh, start fretting about what you got to do for next year. Yeah, no doubt. That's going to be fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. Jeff says, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, Jeff, we know about the commercials." <laughs> So, uh, anyway, yeah, 723 and some change here on uh, 1350 ESPN. So, yeah, is that you? You're going to have to put that phone like over there because every time you, that thing goes off, I think it's me doing that or, yeah. Now you're going to have to put it over there. Yeah, you put it over well, there. Well, normally it doesn't go off. Yeah, so. yeah. See, go put it over there. See, that way, then I don't, I don't. It's like it's, it's like going off in my head when that little thing goes beep beep. I'm in your head, Dan. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Did uh, the, yeah, Cardinals beat the Cubs last night. Way to go, Cards. Yes, they've had a down month. Cardinals been playing horrible. Their pitching's been horrible. Well, oddly enough, their starting pitching has been the best part of this team, but. They're just not hitting. They're just not hitting. They're not hitting. The pitching's been bad. So, but it's it's only June or May. So you know. Uh, well, you take a look at last year. They had a similar slow start out of the gate, and then really good middle of the season. Yeah, we'll see what's going on. They're playing. They got two more games with the Cubs, and then uh, you know, as long the Blues are on tonight, I just hope the Blues can win one of the two games at home against the Bruins. So if they, they do, should. Usually, it's a good crowd, and especially for the Stanley Cup, they do better on the road for some reason. I don't get it. They got like one of the best road records through the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. But right now, series is tied one-one. Fifty years since the Blues have been on the Stanley Cup, so everybody's excited, and I know I'm excited. So again, really good for this for the city of St. Louis. Well, yeah, you know, well, you know, like, you know, the Cards, Cubs, you know, there's a lot of Cards fans here, a lot of Cubs fans in Des Moines. Uh, you got the Blues fans, you got Blackhawk fans, you got, uh, of course, our Wild, Iowa Wild, and then, you know, Minnesota yep. Wild, you know, so it just depends where you're at, you know, you know, kind of crazy. 725 and some change, 244-1350, 244-1350. Don't forget when you hear the... Uh, Ring of Fire from Johnny Cash. That's your clue to call in and uh, make sure that you get qualified for that Camp Right uh, Elite Archery Camping Summer Fun Package. We'll give that away here in a few weeks. Uh, and we'll do uh, two qualifiers per per show until we give that away. So we'll see what's going on. My little daughter graduated from school this week. Well, she's going to be in 7th, uh, 8th grade now? 7th grade. 8th grade. She's going to be in 8th grade. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't even want to get started on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't imagine. I mean, Dan's already out of school, you know, and uh, he starts college this fall. And I can't believe Riley's in eighth grade already. Boy, where does time go? See, my school must have not uh, valued going up to that because I never had a middle school graduation. Yeah. They just went, okay, you're moving on. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for playing. 726 and some change. I talked to our good friends out of Chick-fil-A, and uh, for all, my, all the Chick-fil-A fans out there listening, uh, they have new uh, um, a peach shake that uh, they got back on the menu. And they've got, uh, oh, hang on. They got like two or three things. Uh, they got a new barbecue burger, or burger. They got a new barbecue chicken sandwich. 
that's out. Um, and I think I had that like a year or two ago. That was really good. So they're going to bring that back for a limited time. And uh, there was something else. Where's Abby's uh, email at? So we'll see. They got this. It's called a seasonal smokehouse barbecue bacon sandwich. And then they got uh, strawberry passion tea lemonade. I know a lot of folks like that. Yeah, peach shake. So there's a couple things for you to go out there and see. Hi to Gary out there on Mill Civic Parkway and say hi. My buddy Jeff says the bass are biting big time in his little top secret pond. So we'll see what he is up to. I'm glad to see somebody's fishing. So that's always nice. Oh. Yeah, I can't wait for the I can't wait for the game tonight. I got I went and ordered a blues jersey so I could get one with the Stanley Cup on it. You know, so Hmm? Well, that's good. I I don't. I've always wanted to buy uh, what Stanley Cup jerseys are. I don't know. They, they seem a little step above, and you and you can only get them for two teams a year. So it's it's kind of like if you get your team in there. Well, and I got to go for it. I just got a very you know because the wild. I love. I go to the wild games all the time here in Des Moines. I love the wild games, and um, they're a good. You know, they're a good partner of the show. And and I but I you know I tease them once in a while because I'll wear my Blues jersey. When I go, but I I have a uh, fifty years. I just you know I and I got I didn't get one with a player's name on it. I just got a basic, generic one with a you know uh, with the Stanley Cup on them for just for mem- uh, memento, you know. So I will have to wear that to the Blues or to the Wild games now. I think there's a way that you can uh, you can personalize it. Well, you can if you ordered. I just uh, well, yeah, but I there's just, a way that you can get it post personalized. You can get to, you get someone to stitch on your name and nah. I just left. I'm gonna leave it alone. That way, you know, it's just, it's the team. It's not one specific player. And, and I like that. I think that's better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, you don't have to worry about because my buddy. I had a buddy who used to play for the Blues, uh, B.J. Crombie. He used to, I met him when he played here in Des Moines, and then he got uh, picked up by the St. Louis Blues, and uh, I got to go see B.J. play a couple times down in St. Louis and. I think he's in Arizona now, uh, but uh, you know, just yeah. And I don't know what happened to my. Uh, I had a Stan Musial St. Louis Cardinals uh, jersey. I don't know what happened to that, but uh, I probably uh, that was the last Cardinal thing I got. But I mean, that's you know, that was well. Stan Musial was my very first radio interview, and that was pretty cool. Really? Yeah, he played the harmonica for me and everything. It was pretty neat. Twenty three years ago. Yep. I have a good friend of mine who has his glove yeah. and the bat that he used. The stand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Stay in the man. Stay in the man. So I went out to Archery Field and Sports a couple times this week, and I got my 60-yard pin in. So I've got 20 to 60 I dialed in on my Ritual 35. And uh, Mark Mark's getting ready to go to Hawaii hunting. So he was down there flinging some Vomeros, too, and... I, I tell you what, I, I this time of year is just so blah. You know, you got you can you know good fishing, camping weather, and stuff like that. But you know, you know, I'm I don't want to hurry the year along because they go fast enough as it is. But uh, it's not going to hurt my feelings when we get to the end of September. I'm telling you, you know, get ready to start deer hunting again, and it just seems like it just seems like uh, you go from winter to summer. And then it just takes forever to get to the fall. And then once the fall gets here, it's gone. I mean, you wake up one day, it's the open. It's October first. You next day you wake up, it's it's winter. You know, it's just it's just crazy how the seasons go anymore. So, 
Yeah, they're all jumbled together. And then there's construction season. You always <laughs> yeah. have to be aware of that. Oh, the roads are a mess. I'm telling you, man. It's just it's just a mess. I uh, I can't even get back to change my stands. Uh, it's it's like a foot of water back there. I can't even get back there. It's going to be a month or so before. We were going to try and put food plots in, and I, I don't know if we're going to be able to get food plots in. It's horrible. No. Yeah. It's, it's, and, I, you know, and I'm griping about a food plot. I, I feel sorry for our farmers listening. And, you know, they, you know I, I know some of the folks that uh, they went out and put all their, their stuff planted, and then they got flooded out. So, I mean, I'm not going to gripe too much about not being able to hang a stand. I feel sorry for our farmers. Boy, they're really getting it bad uh, south of us. Arkansas. Do you see that down in Arkansas and, and uh, some of the folks that been dealing with it over in Nebraska and Kansas? I mean, they're they're it's it's horrible. Yeah, and especially those farmers down there. It's it's basically a wash for for half of them. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's just crazy. Seven thirty one and some change here on thirteen fifty ESPN. I'll tell you what, let me hit a real quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on thirteen fifty ESPN. Love is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring, bound by wild desire, I fell into a ring of fire, I fell into to a burning ring of fire. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. Didn't even have to give you guys the number. You guys are on it, 244-1350. Thank you so much. If you didn't get in this time, don't worry about it. We'll give you another shot here next hour, and we'll see what's going on. So uh, if you're just tuning in wondering what we were doing, that uh, Ring of Fire song is uh, when, uh, yeah, if you're if the phone's still ringing, just hang on there because Andrew's going to get you here in a second. So... Uh, just if you hear that Ring of Fire song, that we're giving away a big package. Uh, it's called the Summer Fling Contest, and that includes a tent cot from Camp Right. Uh, you get a deluxe mattress pad, which is, they're not, these are really, really nice. It's like having a bed, your bed at home uh, in the tent cot. It's really cool. And if you don't know what a tent cot is, it's a tent that's a cot or a cot that's a tent, however you want to say that. You get a sleeping bag, a camping chair, you're going to get a guest. What's the zip on that? A gas grill. And uh, you get a year's supply of cookies, barbecue sauce. And if that wasn't enough, you get a brand new, uh, well, yeah, a brand new Elite Bow. That's like a thousand bucks right there. It's almost a $2,000 package. So we are excited about that. And uh, I know whoever wins that's going to be happy too. So. Thank you very much. <laughs> 7.38 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. So, man, I tell you what, uh, a lot of pop. I want to thank uh, Arlie. We're going to be giving one of those away uh, today, a little, a lot of pop package. Arlie's doing some stuff. He's been finding a lot of pop popcorn out there at the uh, farmer's markets, and uh, he's always at the Iowa State games and stuff. Arlie's such a good guy. Tell him thanks for supporting the outdoors. Will you do that for me? When you go, he's got a store over there in Ankeny. Uh, you can't miss it. It's right over there by Bench Warmers, uh, just up the street from Imperial RV. And uh, they, uh, they, you, I don't know, like 50 kind of different kinds of popcorn in there. It's just really amazing. But uh, Arlie's been with me now a couple of years, and uh, he's just a super nice guy, good family. 
And uh, I don't know anybody that doesn't like a lot of pop popcorn. It's good stuff. So thanks for everybody over there. A lot of pop. Oh, free fishing weekends. Officer Cook, you know, he kind of mentioned that. That's next weekend, uh, June 7th, 8th, and 9th as part of the Iowa Natural Department of Resources. Uh, 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 how do I want to say that? Outreach. They're going to let you fish for free. That's right. So um, just pack up the kids, get you some, uh, get you something to eat, a little lunch, throw it in a book, and uh, go hook a memory. You know, that's the, it's always a lot of fun out there. Uh, hundreds of Iowa lakes, thousands of miles of rivers, and neighborhood ponds for you to go check out. And uh, you know, they uh, it's it's kind of a neat event. So I always get uh, I always get my hunting and fishing stuff is uh, when they expire in the first of the year, but. You know, a lot of folks want to wait till this before they buy them. And, you know, if you got family coming in uh, from out of town, you know, that's always a good time to take them fishing, too. So go check them out. Family free fishing weekend next weekend. They do some nice stuff over there. Oh, oh we got a call. Let's go see what uh, Paula is up to this morning and say hi to Paula. Paula, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Outdoors Dan. Well, I'm great. Thank you. I just signed up for the drawing, so I'm very happy. Well, there you go. Yeah. And thank you for listening to the show. You know, I I don't hunt, and the only time I fish is my husband puts the bait on for me and then takes the fish off. <laughs> so that's my kind. But, you know, I love the outdoors, and we love to go fishing, and we... But my question, let me get to my question. We were coming back from western Iowa yesterday from Council Bluffs, and we saw a lot of turkey out, and they were still, the guys were fluffing their tails and all that, you know. And my husband said to me, or I asked my husband, I said, do you think they're nesting? And he said, I don't know if they're nesting. And I said, well, I'm going to call Outdoors Dan. He will know. He will be able to tell us. So you tell mean, me. Oh, you mean are they breeding still? Yeah, sitting on their nests, and I don't know. Yeah, are they doing that? Well, turkeys will strut all throughout the year. Um, oh. That's just a natural behavior for them. So that's they just go into display. That's their way of saying, hey, look at me, I'm over here. But uh, they are there are still, we've had a, water, a lot of flooding and uh, with the weather and stuff, so I'm sure there's uh, turkey nests or clutches mm -hmm. that have not gotten... Uh, to go uh, to be viable, so those guys uh, are those guys are kind of like Friday and Saturday night at the bar, right? Well, they just kind of—I <laughs> don't know if I want to say that. They're, you know, they're styling and profiling. Let I me, see. Let yeah. me just say it like that. All right. But, but uh, no, they—they they very well still could be trying to breed because a, an adult hen will she will continue to keep breeding until she has a successful clutch. Oh, okay. So, so you know, a lot of times, you know, and I always thought. The turkeys would do that two or three times, and then that was it. But we actually had a, a turkey biologist on a few weeks ago, and uh, I learned that they will do that until they have a successful uh, bunch of kids. So I missed, I missed that. I missed that on your show. I'm sorry. Well, you know, but you know, you can't believe how much water there is over in Western Iowa. It is, it's, as you were talking about the farmers this morning. It's. It's, I don't know how they're going to get a crop in. No, well, that's what I was just saying. I mean, Nebraska's yeah. horror. I, I just had some friends of mine over on the, on the west side of Nebraska, and they were there for 10 days. They couldn't get out. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, they got trapped in and with floodwaters. And uh, my buddies down in Arkansas, Little Rock, uh, they had a bunch of levees got breached yesterday. I mean, it's horrible. St. Louis down in Missouri, mm -hmm. there's a lot of farms down in uh, uh, down in Missouri that uh, are just displaced now, too. I, I really feel bad for the folks. Over in, uh, over in Omaha, the Missouri is just, it's really high. And, of course, is it the Gaveston Dam or whatever up in South Dakota? 
they're going to start releasing a tremendous amount of water today. So, yeah. uh, and they say it takes about thirteen. I'm I'm just guessing now. Thirteen hours for it to really start rolling and and making an impact. So, I I just think that the farmers down there in Southern Iowa, especially Hamburg, I saw that they those guys went in and built their own dike for the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, these are just individuals. They're not waiting for people to come in and help them from the feds. They just went in and did it themselves. So, listen, I appreciate your show. I'm glad you're on again, well, and um, we listen to you every Saturday morning. And thank you for the information about the turkey and. Keep on doing what you keep on doing. I will. Those are kind words, and we'll keep <laughs> we'll keep styling and profiling over here. <laughs> Okie doke. Thanks, Paul. Thank Goodbye you, Paula. Bye bye. <laughs> there, there goes Paula. That was a, that was a nice call. Seven forty three and some change here on thirteen fifty ESPN. You know, it's it's weird. I mean, I, I'm glad we're back on Saturdays. I, uh, you know, I've been doing the show on Sunday nights down in St. Louis forever. And it just Saturdays was Des Moines. I mean, it was it was Iowa, and you know, as you know, that was Saturday morning, and and then when we had to move the Sunday nights on both shows, that just totally messed me up. I was I was totally discombobulated. You know, it's like, man, I don't even feel. I don't. It ruined my cycle. I just like, what am I? You know, <laughs> what am I doing? I just I don't know what to do because you know I got I worked you know during the week on. With uh, I'm we've got sixty something partners between the radio, the TV, and and everything. So I'm always in touch with them. And hey, what do we need to do to help? You know, do a you know, can we do a better job this way, that way? You know, writing commercials and um, and then we have the show on Saturday and show on Sunday. And then if I need to go shoot stuff, like right after I get off the air here, I got to go and do uh, some gear checks things for the TV show. So I'll be filming for an hour or two hours after this. And I, I love my job. I, 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 I'm, do, I'm living the dream. I had somebody, I had a, a kid email me. It wasn't a kid. He's like 30 years old. And uh, he goes, how do you get to do what you do? And I said, you know what? If I can do it, you can do it. Um, I had so many people tell me when I first started, I'd never make it. And, uh, I, and uh, I'll never forget the first time I picked up a, a bow and arrow, a compound bow. It ruined me. I mean, that's all I wanted to do was shoot that bow. And I, uh, I said, you know, I know that God's telling me I, I, this is what I'm supposed to do. I've always fished. And I, I always say I'm a recreational fisherman. I'm never going to be a pro fisherman. Don't want to be. I just, I go wet a line and have fun. And, uh, and I, same thing with my bow. I, I just, uh, I knew that that was supposed to be part of my life. And uh, post, my wife gets so mad at me. It's supposed to, you dummy. Uh, I, you know, I say post to sometimes. That's just my, that's my Missouri coming out in me, you know. But um, it is what it is. I, 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 I always tell everybody if I can do this, if you, you know, it takes a lot of work, and you just got to get out there. And uh, you know, I wasn't when I got out of the military. I couldn't do what I did in the service. They wouldn't let me. I was a medic. I was a corpsman. And I was an independent duty corpsman in the service, so I I saw I treated patients. I had I was working like a physician's assistant. I um, uh, independent duty corpsman, and when I got out, they said I I just they wanted me to go to school from day one to to, to actually work and do what I was doing before. I was even ACLS certified, advanced cardiac life support. I knew there was doctors in that class that failed it, you know. And my, and I'm you know I I'm not going to say I'm as smart as a doctor, but I mean I was pretty proud of that. But when you get out and you say, well, you can't do this anymore because, uh, you know, it just, I said, well, so I was kind of lost there for a while. I went through a bunch of jobs and I've always loved radio. And, uh, I mean, I was a kid when I was a little kid, I, I used to fall asleep with the, you're too little to remember this or young Andrew, because, uh, Walgreens, 
Walgreens used to have these uh, Walgreen radios, those little AM, FM. Uh, I don't even know if they were FM, but they were before Walkmans came out, and it had a single earbud. And it was just a little AM pocket radio, and I'd listen to the Cardinal games and Jack Buck at night and fall asleep. I mean, I just loved radio. And uh, I kind of I kind of lucked into it. Uh, I was working with the Red Cross, and uh, I, uh, I met a radio station, and I, the general manager the general manager uh him he kind of him and i kind of hit it off and i got a job uh doing sales and uh i was there six months and i said you know hey uh i would really like to try and do a hunting show can we do that he goes well I'll tell you what you go get six sponsors and you can have a half hour and it just grew from there and 23 years later it's it's just it's been an incredible journey so again i'll just say it like this if i can do this you can do it if you really want to do it. It's just going to take you some work. You know, I had to go and take business uh, classes, advertising, learn how to a little bit more about marketing and advertising. But, it, you know, it's like it wasn't that big of a deal. So and uh, I, I've always been very, very grateful for uh, for uh, God letting me communicate about the great outdoors. Hey, let's go say hi to Doug real quick. And uh, I think Doug's got a fishing report for us. Doug, you got a fishing report? I sure do. We just got back last night about 1130 from a big trip up to Lake of the Woods. Oh, how'd that go? Get some wallies? Got some great walleyes up there. I tell you what, we had better weather and warmer weather up north than we did around here. I think it was a good week to be gone. Yeah. Oh, it was miserable. It was raining, man. It was miserable. Hey, now where were you at on Lake of the Woods? Was you up uh, on Rainy River or was you up in the, actually in the lake? Up in the up in the lake uh, on the Minnesota side, but up in the northwest angle. Yeah, yeah. Clear up on bridges and uh, Knights Islands, or clear up there. You know, northernmost part of the USA. Well, there you go. That's a great fishery up there. I love it, man. Smallies, I, we, a lot of smallmouths up there, and great walleye and sauger fishing. And uh, yep. you know, would you catch them on leeches or would you catch them on minners? Mostly minnows, but we did uh, catch our biggest walleye on leeches, and uh, it's really something when you catch a 29-and-a-half-inch walleye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've, caught my two, I've caught my two biggest walleye up there. I caught a 29-and-a-half and a 30-inch. I put them both back. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Those, they, we caught a lot of big fish, and, of course, we put them back, the big ones. Yeah, big females. Yeah, put them back you in, let, let them make a little more wallies. So. They were aggressive, uh, but, you know, you work at it all day, and, and you have shore lunch. Yep. One of the best things of the day, and supper, fish for supper, fish for lunch. You know, <laughs> I, I feel sorry for people that don't get a chance to go do that once in their lifetime. It's it's such a neat place up there. You can get out there on them gravel bars and, and uh, throw that cast iron skillet out, and, you yep. know, you, you get your beans and your... Uh, yeah, a can of beans open up and throw that on the fire, and then you get your potatoes and onions, and then your walleye fillets, and then you got eagles over there clicking. You know that they, they're over there wanting your fish carcasses. You know, absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah it, you get a lot of company. Oh, absolutely. It's a neat. It's a neat deal. Hey, man, thanks. Thanks for the fishing report, and congratulations. Okay, thank you a lot. All right, Doug. Thank you. Seven fifty and some change. We'll be right back on thirteen fifty, ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Gonna put the world away for a minute. 
Pretend I don't live in it Sunshine gonna wash my blues away Had sweet love but I lost it She got too close so far And now I'm lost in the world Trying to find me a better way Wishing I was deep, deep in the water somewhere. Got the blue sky breeze, and it don't seem fair. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what, that sounds nice. Blue skies, weather, I'm telling you. We, we hopefully, I, you know what, I haven't even checked the weather. I was afraid to. <laughs> it's pretty bad when you got to cut grass and wear a personal flotation device. So, oh, I got, I'm looking at the radar now. We got, we got rain coming in. It's almost here. Gee, many Christmas, man. Come on. You know, the farmer's market's going to hate this as much as we do. Well, I know, but my back, I, I ain't kidding you. I just, I, it's like, well, there ain't no sense griping about it. It is what it is. But hopefully it doesn't last very long. But uh, I thought we were going to have four or five days without rain. This, boy, I tell you what, we really need to get this out of here, you know? And then they can't buy rain down south. I got friends of mine down in Georgia and that, and they're, they're having a drought. It's like, hey, come up here and take some of this with you, you know? Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. Got to be careful because the moment we gripe too much, we'll have a we'll have a one month drought or two month drought. Mm, I'm ready to be with. The, I, I'm ready to be rain free for like a month or so. You know? Oh, really? Absolutely, man. All right. I'm sick of it. This sick, sick, sick. All right, we got uh, we got our break coming up, and then uh, we're going to be talking with Devin from uh, uh, Victory Archery, and we'll see what he has got up to. They got some new arrows and stuff coming out. I know they're excited about, and uh, we'll tell you about that. We'll give you another chance to qualify for that Camp Right Camping Summer Fun package. And uh, we got trivia today and Smoking Joe. And uh, I had somebody ask me about Dave. Dave is on family leave right now, so I didn't want to bother him. We'll get Nitzel back on here soon, and... We'll uh, do a fishing report with him, and um, we'll try and throw a fishing report in before we get out of here, too. So we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. Wyckoff Heating and Cooling gives you peace of mind, as in no worries. It's knowing that every summer since 1950, the Wyckoff family has been in Des Moines serving families like yours. Cooling technology and efficiency has changed over the years, but for generations, the Wyckoff family pledge to care for you has remained the same. Peace of mind. That's what Wyckoff Heating and Cooling is all about. Wyckoff, for peace of mind under your roof. Visit WyckoffComfort.com. If you're into the outdoors, whether it's camping, hunting, or fishing, you want your camping setup to be easy and your stay as comfortable as possible. CampRite has been helping folks enjoy the outdoors as problem-free as possible since 1999. CampRite employees are outdoor enthusiasts that use and design each product to make sure your adventures are ones you'll want to remember. They carry great tents like the original tent cot that started it all. This fully enclosed off-the-ground sleeve shelter combines the comfort of a standard sleeping cot with the added protection of a tent. CampRite features several models of tent cots units, including single and double units. They also specialize in sleeping bags, camping tables, cooking prep units, chairs, and other fine quality outdoor products. 
With over 17 years of field testing all these great outdoor gear products, CampRide is the right choice to make your adventures comfortable and carefree. Check out all these CampRide products at your local Sportsman's Warehouse store or on the web at CampRide.com. That's CampRide with a K.com. KRNT Des Moines. This is Alright, no, I'm not going to go into the turkey went down to Iowa. No, I'm not doing that rendition again. Got to quit playing that song, man. The turkey, the turkey thing keeps popping in my head. Hey, so. that was that was that was a good song. It was, huh? We're gonna try and uh, try and get that. <laughs> That's gonna. We're gonna get you a whole line of songs. No, uh, no. See, I didn't, <laughs> and I didn't even keep that one. So we're yeah, you're you're out of luck there. So oh man, no, I thought I did keep that one, but I didn't keep that one. Hmm. Well, if you are wondering, I have a copy. Oh, you do? Yeah. No, we don't need to play that. So anymore. everybody, if you, yeah. <laughs> no fret. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, Philip Vanderpool got a. He finally got a turkey in Nebraska. <laughs> you know, I don't think he's been home in a month. So last day of the 2019 season, he got one uh, out there, and he. Uh, <laughs> he. Oh, brother! He's got a picture of him on Facebook with a turkey. That was a nice turkey, too. Congratulations, Philip. He's a good guy, Philip Vanderpool. Speaking of good guys, we're going to head over to the phone and go talk to Devin from our friends over there at Victory Archery. Devin, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Outdoor Dan. How you doing? You know, buddy, I'm 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 treading water in, uh, here in the Midwest. It's horrible. How's it out there on the, on the coast? Are you guys getting a lot of rain? Uh... You know, it's like uh, 60 degrees here in San Diego, so people are generally losing their minds. It's, that. it's how Typical much? It's 70 degrees. It's 60 degrees? <laughs> yeah, oh. it's 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 not too bad out here. We just oh. got a little May gray weather. Oh, you better but, break uh, out the sweaters and stuff, man. I know, yeah. it's... Uh, it's been a little bit of a wet year, but nothing, nothing compared to what you guys are experiencing. Oh, it's horrible. It's just, uh, it's, it's, is that where you're at, San Diego? Yep. So, yep. Southern California. Yeah. My last, when I was in the military, my last station uh, was down there in St. Camp Pendleton. And uh, I was all over down in that area. I used to go down to uh, La Jolla and uh, San Clemente and go diving. And uh, boy, yep. I, I tell you what, the, I miss that, Dev, and I miss In N Out Burger. Other than that, I really don't miss <laughs> a lot about California. Sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the diving is. Is, I mean, that's, I do a ton of spear fishing. I live in La Jolla, so yeah, that's what keeps me sane because the bow hunting is just so challenging. Uh, and the mountains here, I mean, it's beautiful. There's a ton of public land, uh, but it's you know, it's there's not a ton of deer, so we got a lot of mountain lions. 
Well, you but, got uh, boy Pendleton had a lot of mountain lions on there. You know, and a lot of folks don't know that Camp Pendleton's probably one of the biggest nature reserves preserves in the country. I mean, that thing's huge. I mean, they got everything out there. So, uh, but uh, um, La Jolla was really pretty. I uh, used to, man, what was that that we used to? I went diving for. Um, Oh, what was that? Abalone. I went abalone diving out there. Boy, that that's a little sharky out there, though. I tell you what, I was a nervous wreck diving out there. Did you know that San Diego has the most shark attacks of any uh, city in the whole west coast of North America? Yeah, they actually call that the uh, the Golden Triangle on the west coast there. For and and you know it's worse than when I I was out there in eighty three eighty four. Um, the sea lions and stuff wasn't as bad. The population of sea lions wasn't as bad, but it's really out of hand now. You guys got a lot of white sharks out there now. We do. I mean, I grew up in Northern California where the, when they see a shark, it's like a 20, 20 foot, you know, behemoth, just massive, massive sharks up there. And down here, they usually don't see them as big, but I well, think there's just, well, that's There's so many people in the water here that that you know the the chance of getting bit is just so much greater because you got all these, all these people out there too. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but see, I I a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away, I was going to be a marine biologist. That's how I went in the navy. I was going to be a a diver, and then I went in. And I found out I was partially colorblind. And then they made me a corpsman. They made me a medic, and because uh, I couldn't be a diver because of my color deficiency in my eye. But uh, they, um, um, your area where you live, that's where that's where the great whites go to have their pups, their babies. So you got you got a lot of immature, juvenile, six, seven, eight foot great whites out there, and you don't have to worry about them biting you so much. But uh, you got some big ones out there too. Because I, I uh, Dana Point, I I used to go out there and I saw, I saw a tiger shark and I saw, I don't think I saw a white shark, but I saw blues. I think I saw Mako. Um, it, like I said, I was nervous, and I love sharks. But yeah, uh, you yeah. know, but we get hammerheads, and yeah. we get all sorts of crazy stuff here. Yeah, man, I haven't been diving in so long, Dev. I would look like a, I would look like the Michelin tire guy in a wetsuit now. I mean, it wouldn't be. <laughs> I, I, I'd be afraid to go out there. Hey, look, they'd be over. Look at that big old morsel. That'll feed me for a year. A big old grub. Yeah, big old grub. So, hey, I got to tell you, I was out. Uh, I was shooting my uh, my Ritual thirty five uh, this week, and I switched over to those TKO Vaps, those smaller diameter uh, arrows you guys sent me. And yep. I, Dev, I got to tell you, I love the other arrows that I was shooting. What was the other ones? The bigger carbons. What were those? I think you were shooting the V Force, if I remember the, the, the standard diameter. Yeah, there you go. That, those flew great. I mean, I, I shot a, a couple of nice deer and some turkeys with that, and um, I didn't have any problem with those. But those VAPs, um, that's the first time I went to that small of a diameter arrow. And, man, I cannot believe how good those things fly. I was nailing uh, the the, uh, the single-spot target at 60 yards pretty much every time uh, the other day. And, uh, wow. man, I tell you what, I, I, just, I was telling Larry McCoy that. I, Larry and I were talking yesterday. I said, I can't believe that Ritual 35 shoots great, but those VAPs are just amazing. And the penetration that I'm getting with those arrows, man, those things got a lot of energy behind them. Yeah, it's hard to beat those. I mean, really, it's, it's, it's truly hard to find an arrow out there that can out-penetrate the VAP, especially yeah. when you put, you know, some of our, our heavier uh, outserts on there, you know, the stainless steel, um, or you go for the heavier broadhead. It's just the momentum that those things have and with that larger 
saucer and a smaller diameter, you just get reduced friction as that arrow passes through the target, and it's they're they're insane. Oh, it's crazy! I even shot uh, those. I um, Magnus Broadheads is who we work with on on the broadhead side. And Magnus is a, a turkey hunting broadhead that's for headshots, and it's called the Bullhead. And it's it's a big broadhead, Dev. If you haven't seen it, it's it's like a gobbler guillotine, smaller. But uh, man, I t I put that on those vaps, and it, um, I had my decoys out at 12, 13 yards, and that I I out to twenty yards, that was dead on accurate. I mean, it was amazing the flight aero flight that I got out of those, and. I'm I'm very very happy with those vaps. Those TKOs TKOs are amazing, and the the thing I really love about you guys sent me is those spot knocks. Man, are those things awesome! I, and I know I say awesome a lot, but I mean awesome, awesome. <laughs> those things I miss the turkey in Iowa, and I, I, we all miss. I I'm honest about it. I'm and I and I missed him at ten yards. I was so ticked off. I was self filming. And I had three of them come in. It was a horrible turkey season for me. They just didn't come in spitting and drumming and full strut. And they come in, they walked in, and uh, they were they they just were nervous. They wouldn't come into the decoys very well. And when you're trying to self film, it's hard enough as it is. And then when they're not in full strut, and you can take your time and, and settle and shoot. When these these three toms came in, and they were at the decoys for maybe three seconds, and then they turned around and they were walking off and. I had to get off the camera real quick and pull my bow back, and I just went low left, and I grazed his uh, chest. And anyway, uh, the arrow buried into the clover where I was hunting at, and uh, I said, well, I can't find it. I went out there and looked, and I couldn't find my arrow. And then I went out the next morning. I got out there at 4.30 in the morning, and that thing was just, stro I had the strobe knock on. That thing was like a beacon, man. I went right to it, grabbed my arrow, and got in the blind. I said, that's pretty cool. Because that was like... The battery life on those things is crazy. Well, it was 12 hours. I mean, it was uh, it was 12 hours, but it... Just, uh, well, it was actually more than that. It was like 20 hours. And that's... Yeah, it's still, still going, right? Yeah, it's still going great. Yeah. So, I mean, how long do the things last? Six months? <laughs> it's... I mean, we when we first, you know, started getting these in and testing them and stuff, we, we just turned a couple on at the office and let them go and you know they got dimmer at the end but they were still going after you know like two weeks i think we had one wow still, this light was still on we're like how is this possible well i tell you what uh you know i know the guys at the archery shop and sportsman's warehouse they, they've been pretty impressed with them and they're easy to turn on and off and um uh, with those vaps they uh, you don't have to use the collar you just you just put it right through the into the shaft and I mean the the they square up really nice and like I said I've I've never shot better with those and those and those TKOs it's it's a great system Dev and I really appreciate it. Yeah yeah no I'm really glad it's working well for you and sorry about that that turkey but man so, sometimes those close shots can be even harder well you, know, well, you, the, you have the really close ones yeah you have nothing to apologize for that was me that was operator error that wasn't you that was me <laughs> I just I rushed my shot so. No, I, you yeah, know, and I tell everybody, yeah, I tell everybody before turkey season, I do all these little, well, you've seen them, I do all these little vlogs, video logs, and, yeah. and I put them on Facebook and, you know, little tips and stuff, and it's like, you know, I practice, practice, practice at 10, 12 yards all the time, because those, the easiest shots are the ones you mess up the most, actually. And, um, you know, I was dead on, but I just, it, I was, you know, like I was telling Larry, it's just so hard when you're trying to self film cause you're trying to get really good quality footage 
And then, you know, when you pull back, sometimes you only got like three, four seconds to shoot. When you're, when you're pulling a bow, that's quick, you know? So, yeah, because you're trying not to punch the trigger, but then well, you gotta sometimes squ- you got to kind of punch the trigger well, <laughs> if you, the shot presents itself. Well, yeah, and I mean, you're trying to make sure that you're square up and your peep and your pin's right on. I mean, you got you want to be able to, I, I, you know, you want to relax when you shoot because that's when you're the, 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 you're most accurate. But man, when you rush a shot, but yeah, he, uh, he lived to gobble another day. He just said, you stink, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the one shot that I think a lot of people don't uh don't realize is that super close shot when you get in like five yards oh yeah then you actually have to start using your your bottom pin you know you get into that 40 and 50 yard pin because the arrow's still going up on the arc so it for a lot of people that are new to it it kind of it throws them off a little bit but you know practice that like three four five yard shot sometimes they'll do it 3d tournaments and you never know you, you you may get that opportunity so it's good to yeah, for me, if, it, to it. if it's a five yard shot, I use my thirty yard pen, and then yep. I, I'm I'm dead on there. But see that now, see that's why you go shoot summer archery leagues and stuff. Not only does mm-hmm. it give you something to do, it builds up your muscle memory in your arm. You know that you're in you're in good form before the fall hunting. But you get those close shots, and it teaches you that you got to you know use your third fourth pen on those really close shots because of the trajectory of the arrow when it leaves the bow, and uh, you know that's one of the things you learn in leagues. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot a uh, 3D this morning. Actually, after after I get off the show, We've got one here, local local shoot in San Diego. I do one once a month and try to get out when it's not when it's not season here. Wow, there you go. So now we got a lot of folks out here that crossbow hunt too. You know, a lot of folks uh, they're having shoulder issues and stuff like that. And what do you guys have to offer uh, for crossbow hunters? We got a couple great options. Uh, the X Bolt is, you know, probably our most you know, well-known crossbow bolt, and it's a 300 ID, and uh, weighs. Let me think. I think it weighs 325 grains. Wow! So we've got a nice heavy brass insert in there. You know, with crossbow bolt having uh, a really stiff bolt and good good FOC are huge. I mean, those two things. We've done a ton of testing, and you got to have weight up front, uh, and you've got to have a really stiff shaft. It's just those are the yeah. really prerequisites to making a really good uh, flying bolt because we do a bunch of bolts for, for different OEMs as well in the industry. So we actually make a lot of crossbow bolts. We make, you know, missions bolts. We make 10 points bolts. We make a lot of different ones. So, um, but personally, you know, we have the, you know, for victory, we have the, uh, the X bolt. And then we also have the voodoo, which the, is just, the, did you, what'd you say? The voodoo bolt. You know, you have the power, Devin. You, I, have, I have got the power, you said? Yeah, you have the power. The voodoo power? <laughs> You're supposed to say hoodoo. You do. Oh, hoodoo. You, you do. <laughs> hoodoo. You, you do. You have the power, voodoo, hoodoo. Hoodoo. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> you know, hey, now, so, and I, you know, one of the, a lot of the emails I get when, it, when we get closer, I'll, I'll start getting a ton more emails around July because that's when July, August, or when folks are really starting to think about the fall. But uh, with the crossbow bolts, you guys, the, those spot knocks work well with those. Uh, you have lighted knocks, right? For the crossbows, we actually, so we built that same spot knock for the crossbow and we have a bunch of prototypes but is, we haven't released it oh it's not out yet. yet it's not out yet okay yeah it's just the only reason why is that you know for 90 95 percent of your crossbows 
they work great, but you know, the way crossbows are going right now, they're they're really pushing the envelope as far as speed and power. Okay. So we're we're waiting to release it until we have something that's just super robust because well, sorry. You know, when you get when you get into the four four hundred fifty range of crossbows, it's just um, you know, some of the especially some of the like new prototype crossbows and stuff that are coming out, they you know, you need to have a really, really, really beefed up knock to be able to handle that type of energy. So we're just we're just kind of making sure we have all the R and D together before we release that one. All right, because I wasn't for sure about that. I di- I didn't see any on the website, and I thought I better ask you about that because, man, I tell you, if I don't cover that, I hear about it. So yep, yeah. that's exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, we should have something soon though. Okay, all right. So, uh, what about uh, what about new arrows? Did uh, did you guys get the? Uh, oh, what were those things called? You were telling me about when we you and I talked. Um, don't you have a new kind of material or new new arrow coming out? Or, or is it out already? So we we released this year. We released the VXT, which is a tapered target arrow. That, that's that's the one. Okay, that's mm-hmm. our. But that's out already, right? Yeah, that's out. Uh, okay, and that's just you know super high tech, going after you know something something for your really high level target guys for the Olympics, um, for people that need you know a really really precise technical arrow and. Um, so that's, that's been super well received and, and people are loving that. And then we've got, man, we, we have so many cool arrows in the works, to be honest. Uh, one of the awesome things about being owned by Mitsubishi is that we have this huge, uh, library of different materials and resins and carbons and all these different things that we can play around with. So some of the prototypes that we've, we've been getting in this year and that we're playing around with are just really really awesome really game changing and that's one of the you know my favorite parts of my job is actually get to take these arrows and shoot them and test them and we send them out to a lot of our our pro staff guys and they give us their feedback before we go to market and we're, we've definitely got some interesting stuff for next year so well, i don't know how how much more i can give you but well no I'm that, that, that no that's okay i i knew there i knew you guys had a bunch of stuff because you know philip and larry and i are always talking about product and that and um, you know, Larry, Philip, and I, all three of us love your arrows. And, uh, matter of fact, that's how I got hooked up with you guys was Larry and Philip. They, cause I was actually oh, shooting, right I was shooting another brand and, uh, I got a hold of, um, oh, Jace, uh, Jason, right? Yeah. 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 J- yeah I talked to Jason, Larry and I were actually at lunch and he called Jason for me. And I, I'm glad I moved over, Devin. I, I, I tell you what, you guys are great. If I need something, if I have a question about something, you guys always get right back to me. And the material stuff, I, I haven't had any problems whatsoever with inserts or uh, with any arrows uh, 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 splitting or anything like that. And the broad, the broad, here's the thing. If your bow is tuned, folks, um, you, you should be pretty close if you shoot a fixed head and your field points should fly pretty much the same. And uh, I was really happy. My broadheads and my field points are just dead center. I mean, I don't even have to move my pen, and that's always nice, Devin. Oh, it's the best, yeah. I mean, we yeah, those those arrows come fletched out of the box with a two-and-a-half-degree helical, and, you know, we do a lot of research. Everyone bow hunts the victory, so we do a lot of research into this stuff to make sure that we've optimized that setup for shooting your broadheads uh, right out of the box both tuned like you said uh, you know you're ready to go and obviously you want to check it but hopefully yeah those broadheads and fill points hit the same point and you can just go 
like Philip, Philip and Larry, those guys are, are great, man. Um, well, know, if I kill half the stuff that they do well, in my lifetime, I think I'll be a, I can, I can retire and be a successful hunter. Well, you know, I don't, you know, Devin, I don't think I know what you look like, but you know, half the things that Philip gets, he just looks at them and they drop dead. I do. They, they just can't handle looking at that. You know, that, that Arkansas Ridge runner. I, I don't know. You know, Larry, you know, Larry, you know, you know, Larry's too pretty for bow hunting. Actually, I I just don't know. But you know, <laughs> Philip, man, he just looks at him and gives them the death stare, and they can't handle it. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to try that one. Yeah, I'm no, hiding my face. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, you can tell Philip I said that too. He's always giving me trouble. So there you go. <laughs> hey, uh, eight nineteen and some change here on thirteen fifty ESPN. We're visiting with Devin from Victory Archery. Devin, can you hang on for me for a quick second? Yep. All right, we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. On 1350 ESPN. As in my life and time. I've sung a lot of songs. I've made some bad ones. I've acted out my life in stages. With 10,000 people watching But we're alone now And I'm singing this song to you I know your image of me is what I hope to be Welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan On 1350 ESPN The romantic songs and times of hunting and fishing Brought to you by the great outdoors each and every week. How about that, Dev? Huh? How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know we're a romantic show. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I was I was unaware of that, but <laughs> don't, don't believe a word. Don't believe a word. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? There's nothing more romantic than the outdoors. Come on, come on. Yeah, hey, I, I proposed to my wife uh, in a deer blind. See, see what see what I was saying? You know. Yeah, yeah. Technically, I proposed yes, to my wife know. outdoors too. Well, there you go. See, I'm telling you, man. Outdoor folks are romantic. We we just can't help ourselves. Well, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eight twenty-five and some change. We're visiting with Dev uh, from uh, Vic- where are you from? Victory Archery. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so so what? Uh, so you're gonna go shoot a 3D shoot and what else you got cooking? Oh man, uh, I'm gonna shoot a 3D. I'm gonna pull some stitches out of my foot here that I've had in for a week, and then hopefully oh. see if I can get in the water and maybe do a little spear fishing or something like that. Now, do you use do you use a, a band spear gun or do you use a pneumatic one? Um, so I've got a, I got a few. I've got um, like you know, kind of like classic wood. Spear uh-huh. gun with the yeah. uh, rubber bands, and then I've got uh, a couple Hawaiian slings, yeah. um, which is, you know, just sort of like the pole spear with the band on the end, so it's a little bit you don't go out challenging there, with those. You don't go out there by yourself, do you? Yeah, yeah, I usually do, yeah, but it's not, I, that's not I a great pretty I, close to shore. That's not a great idea, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I get that one a uh, lot. I, 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 try to, I try to go out with a buddy when I can, but it's like, man... If, if it's on and the conditions are perfect, I can't find anyone to go. Yeah, I used to get yelled at for going diving by myself all the time, and it's is you're right. I mean, it's I used to I used to tell my senior chief. I said, I know, senior chief, it's not a great idea, but 
you know, just, uh, yeah, be careful, man. I'm telling you, it's just, Oh yeah. I, I don't know if I could go diving out there again. I I'd be, I'd be a nervous wreck. Man, you keep talking about sharks. You're gonna, you're gonna get it in the back of my head and be swimming out there this afternoon, thinking about all oh, the sharks you've been talking about, looking over my shoulder. Well, put it this way: if I, where, now where are you going, La Jolla? Yeah. Okay. If, and you're staying, you know, and how's the, uh, how's the, um, oh, uh, help me out here. The vegetation. What's the the kelp beds? Or you got a lot yeah. of kelp and stuff out there? It's it's coming in. It's, yeah. You know, it's kind of that time of year where. it's, it started to fill in a little bit, and yeah. you know, I, I, if I'm with a buddy, I'll, I'll swim all the way out to the kelp beds. It's a good like, you know, three, three hundred yard swim for me. But um, if uh, if there's no, if I'm just going by myself, I'll actually stay real close to shore, away for the high tide. Yeah, you'd that, be amazed. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out in like five to ten feet of water, and and you get really big fish that come in and feed on those high tides. You see big halibut, you know, big white sea bass, all that stuff. So. Mm. If you're patient, you just kind of cruise the shallows. You actually can, can really score too. Well, there you go. Yeah, I tell you what. You know what? I want to go. I want to go uh, down to Texas and do some bow fishing for stingrays. That's I've been wanting to do that for a while. I got to do that one of these days. And I mean, I, you can do it in San Diego too. Yeah. The bays here. Now, oh my goodness. We, you, we got stingrays out the yin yang. Have you now? Do you eat them? The big ones are worth it. Um, the little ones are just. They're just. You know, you don't get enough meat because you really gotta, you know, cut out the yeah, you, know, you kind of like, the wing there, and kind of like make little scallops out of them. Yeah, 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 but you gotta, yeah, you gotta get the big ones. Rays are good eating, though. I mean, they're good. I've had, I've had two or three different kinds of rays. They're, they're all right, man. But yeah, yeah, all right. Well, I tell you what, I always appreciate you. you. Tell Jay and everybody, thank you for all the help on the TV show. We really appreciate shooting the shooting all your stuff and uh, those spot. Uh, I'm gonna actually do the Sportsman's Warehouse gear checks for the TV show later today. I'm gonna film all those and that'll be on. I'm gonna actually show you your TKOs and those uh, spot knocks and brag on you on TV a little bit. But um, that, those are Dev. I'm, I'm folks. I'm not kidding you. If you if you like a, a lighted knock and we all should. Because the nice thing about those, you can go recover your arrow. And if you take a shot, you want to find your arrow so you know exactly what kind of hit you got on your deer or turkey or your whatever you're hunting. You want to recover your arrow. And uh, that's really important to do that. And those lighted knocks, um, and, you know, look at it this way. Most arrow shafts, but it's, if you got a broad hunt on there, you're talking about 20 25 bucks. So you, you really don't want to lose that shaft. You want to recover it anyway. But uh, it's yep. real. It's really a part important part of bow hunting, right, Dev? It's huge, yeah. And especially like you said, you know, like sometimes, especially with the lighted knock, you can see if it was a, a good hit, or you can see if you're a little back or forward or whatever. And then you know, okay, I need to, I need to wait. Um, you know, give it, give it a little bit of time. Go look at your arrow. Go look at the blood, and then back out if you need to, and and wait the the four six hours, whatever you know you think is important, and then you'll end up recovering that animal and. And not pushing it, thinking you had a perfect shot. And that's that's the biggest thing right there. If you if you get a liver shot on a deer, you you let that you mark mark your you find your arrow, put your arrow out so you got it. Find first blood, and then you back out of there. Uh, when in doubt, back out. And if you do that, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, you'll find that you'll get that deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where people make the biggest mistake. They push them, and if you push a deer, they can go for miles. It's it's yep. they're, they're just incredible animals. They really are. So, all right, buddy. Listen, you stay uh, stay safe out there, you know. And uh, 
Are you, now, are you, now, when you go, if you do, you like abalone? I haven't had abalone in a while. It's oh good. My, it's oh good. my god, man! It's it's my favorite food. But the thing is, is that they close the season here until like twenty twenty one. No, are they that short on them? Yeah, it's just you know I, I grew up diving for abs when I was like fifteen, sixteen up in the Bay Area, and um, every year it's gotten shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and fewer and smaller season and. And they closed it last year. They closed it this year. It's gonna be closed next year. It's like, man, it's it's a shame because that's that's some of the best eating out there. Oh. I mean, actually, everybody out there it tastes it tastes awful. <laughs> yeah, you, it, you don't want it. No, he, he's not telling you the truth. But abalone is really good, folks. Hey, it, it's, hey, it's my favorite food. Dev, thanks, buddy. Thanks for all the help, and uh, we'll get you back on again before August. Uh, next time we have you on, we'll talk about how to select a proper arrow. And uh, if you go to Victory Archery uh, the website, you guys got a great arrow selection chart on there, and a lot of great information about arrow tuning too. So make sure you take advantage of that. Dev, uh, let me know if you need anything. Otherwise, I'll catch up with you in a month or so. Likewise, thanks so much for having me on, and uh, yeah, good luck out there. Uh, you too, buddy. Have fun today. All right, thanks. There he goes, Devin from Victory Archery. Good, good fellow. I really appreciate Dev. He's a good guy. Tell you what, let me take a real quick break, but before I do, I want to tell you about a good friend of mine, Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yagi. <clears throat> I talked to Scott. He's got some big, some big stuff in the works. I'm telling you, but I'm t if you are new to the area or you're just looking for a new dentist, I want you to consider going to Advanced Family Dentistry. They've got a whole bunch of things there that are I would reason I recommend them. Uh, first of all, they got Doctor Obi Wan Kenobi Yegi. They got Doctor Brandt, Doctor Williams, Doctor Stewart. All four of those folks are just awesome people. And if you have any fear or uh, anxiety about going to a dentist, don't need to worry about it anymore. I, I'm a biggest baby in the world. You think sharks bother me? Dentists used to bother me. I mean, it was almost that bad. Um, I just, I had a really bad experience when I was a kid. I had, and uh, I, I had a fear of going to the dentist and I have never had anybody as uh, nice as the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry. I've had several procedures done there. They take great care of me. And, uh, of course, I did tell Dr. Yagi the first time that I was there, I said, you know, I can field dress a bear in five minutes. Just keep that in mind when you... Uh, when you were drill, getting ready to drill on me, I, I honestly, that's a, that's a true story. I told him that. And you know, I, I just haven't had any problems. They do great jobs on uh, crowns, cavities, root canals. Uh, I've had two root canals and uh, they can make crowns for you while you, while you're there. You don't have to make another appointment. You can get Invisalign done, have the smile you always wanted. Just really, really good folks. And uh, the reason I, I call him Obi-Wan Kenobi is because he uses the force. He calms me down. He, you know, he, they, they just really take care of you from the time. May the force be with you. Yeah, I know that. The force will be with you. Oh, did you? You got that now? There you go. There's Obi-Wan. Uh, they're over there at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. Uh, you can check them out if you need an appointment at 964-1490, 964-1490. Or go check them out online, ankenysmiles.com. Never <clears throat> do you have fear you will not. I'm telling you, they do a great job over there. And you know what they always say before you leave? May the floss be with you. Go ahead and hit that. will be with you. Yeah, so we got to say that have a, we got we got to have him say may the floss be with you. There you go. Anyway, we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Love 
is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire. I love that song. No, no. All right. There you go. Two f <laughs> Everybody just got off the phones. There you go. Now the phones are lit. 244-1350. I know. Keep my day job. So, uh, you know, I, I, am I, it's 840 already. I can't believe that. Fawns are dropping. We got fawns dropping. Fawn alert. So be careful when you're out there in, in, the, in the flooded fields. Uh, folks are calling in about abandoning fawns and unusual places. You know, a lot of, you know, they're dispatched, man. They're displaced, however you want to say it. They're just, they're just, uh, they're trying to find high ground, whatever they can. So if you find a fawn, leave it alone. Mom is around. Trust me. She's not going to leave that fawn around. And uh, you don't, if you go in there and, and disrupt it, you're actually probably hurting them more. You're doing more harm. Uh, or, you know, don't try to rescue the fawn. The fawn's going to be okay. All right. And, uh, you call the DNR if you have any worries, but, uh, mom's going to be around and, and, uh, they'll, everything will be fine. So, but the fawns are, they're definitely starting to come out. So they're so cute too. They really are. So, uh, Herman's Fine Jewelers. I need to tell you about Donnie and Frank, 2900 University Avenue, West Des Moines, 222-2600. It's the phone number. I'm just going to say it like this. If I'm getting ready to go on vacation, you know, if you're getting ready to go on vacation, you got jewelry just laying around you just don't wear or use anymore. Well, take it over to Herman's and get you some money for your trip. You know, go hit the arcade. Go, you know, play around round of golf. Go, go fish and buy some new crankbaits. Whatever. They'll help you because they've been helping folks for 37 years and they are, will do it for you as well. 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. They can do custom stuff. Uh, Father's Day is coming up. Go get dad something nice, you know. They'll help you. They do a great job at Herman's, and uh, they're just super, super nice people. If you if you got uh, stuff laying around, like I said, for folks, they've been around helping folks that long. Chances are you're going to get more for your jewelry or treasure by going to Herman's than you will anywhere else. Good, good folks out there. What's the product name for stuff to get the stink out of my live well? <laughs> do people, you know, people call the show. Quit texting me. You know, it's a talk show. We love to talk, and Dan more than others. But well, yes, we I love know, to talk. But I mean, it's just—I uh, mean, it's just—I don't mind. I, you know, thanks for the, all the texts and stuff. But you know, call. It doesn't hurt. Conversation to pick up the is two four four thirteen fifty. Call in. We love to talk. Uh, it it uh, is your is your mic on? Yeah, I can't hear you. Is you sure it's on? Say something now. Test, test, now, test. Now it's on. Yeah, I'm saying that. Yeah, it wasn't on before. We'd love to. We, we'd yeah, love to talk. We'd love to chat. Turn it down just a little bit more. Yeah. Dan's trying to mute yeah, me again, folks. Yeah, turn it down just a little bit more. There you go. <laughs> Come there, on. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the stuff for the live wells is from Lethal Products. I tried. No one answered. Andrew, he said he called in and nobody answered the phone. That's on Andrew. I can't say. See, I can't answer the phones. They're all I, the way over there. Andrew, pay attention to the phone. I'm answering the phones. Yeah. Uh, it is called uh, uh, Cooler Reviver. Okay, uh, Cooler Reviver, and it's made by Lethal Products. Just go to lethalproducts.com. That stuff rocks. It really does. I mean, if you got your live well, 
uh, more like my Arctic ice blocks that I, you know, if I got back straps, tenderloins, quarters, or whatever in there, and then after I get my cooler done, I'll rinse it out. I'll take that cooler reviver and spray it down. See, line one's ringing. You're not even paying attention, Andrew. Yeah. I'm getting things updated. Thank yeah, you very yeah, much. Yeah, watch the phones, Andrew. I mean, pay attention to the listeners. I guarantee you, Jenny's going to. Aw, Jeff Gass, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I wish you could see my text feed, folks. Sometimes I get I do, I get some I get some Lulus, man. But you know what, Jeff? You're, I'm not talking about you, Jeff. I'm talking about some. I got this other one. I'm not even going to read it. But thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. So, all right, let's go. Is Mike or Bob? Bob, let's go say hi to Bob. Bob's calling in. Bob, what are you doing, Bob? Bob? Waiting for you. Well, I'm right here, Bob. What's going on, buddy? I'm going to play softball here in a little bit. Are you? Okay. Well, that's exciting. Did you you have a question or something, or did you just call in to say hi? No, you said call in. Well, Well, Bob, I appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you very much. Is that is that it, Bob? That's it. All right, buddy. Go have a hey. Hit a home run today, okay? <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Bob. There you go. There goes Bob. Uh, see, that was nice. I appreciate that, <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> I can see your my wife's on my iPad. I can see your text feed because your iPad keeps dinging. Honey, I'm sorry. I'll turn it off next time. I apologize. There you go. All right, so uh, Cooler Reviver. There you go. Cooler Reviver, lethalproducts.com. And uh, I'm telling you what, that stuff, and if you got a camper, you know, anything in your camper, your sink or your refrigerator or whatever, clean it. It'll make it look and smell brand new. It's really good stuff. I I love that stuff. I take that and do that on all my Arctic ice and my grizzly coolers. And when I had my boat, I cleaned my my live well out with that. Couldn't smell a fish. It, it's really neat. 845 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. So the fawns are dropping. I told you about that. So be careful. Look out for the fawns. We'll see what's going on with there. Uh, oh, did you call? Hey, we got to call Smelter. You didn't call Smelter. You better call Smelter. He's going to be mad. Uh, let's see. Smoking Joe. While he's doing that, let me tell you about Biagi's real quick. 221-9900 Pronto Pack. 221-9900 Pronto Pack. That's uh, that's the word of the day. And they got, I got a, actually got an email from them. Uh, what did they have going on? They got Sangria Weekends. How about that? If you're looking for some Sangria, every Saturday and Sunday in June, $5 glasses. So if you're out there, you get that nice Biagi's Italian food and get you a little Sangria going. Saturday and Sunday, you can uh, take advantage of that. And they're right off University. Great food made fresh for you. Our good friends at Biagi's. John's the general manager out there, and Joel and everybody does a great job. They are just super, super nice people. So I like that. All right. Uh, yeah, I can't believe it. I'm, gonna, I'm blaming Andrew on that one. I'm just I'm telling you. He just, I don't know what the boy, the boy is just not, he's not with it lately. Gonna have to. We're gonna have to have a meeting. Oh, <laughs> uh, fishing report. Everything is fair to good. I, I just. I don't see anything that really stands out. Is, did you get Smelter on? Let's go see what he's up to over there at Smoking Joe Smelter Central. Are you there? Are you back from your vacation? 
I'm back. How back was and fresh? How was the cruise? It was amazing. I, uh, you know, I would honestly give it a ten. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was like just the customer service, the presentation of everything, the food, the uh, destinations we went to. Like I was just in awe on how fun it was. Did it was you a do, great time. Did you do any fishing? No, didn't do any fishing, but we did some snorkeling. We did some, it's called a sea trek. That's probably one of the most exciting uh, things that we did. And uh, this was St. Martin when we went there. Yeah. And uh, we went down 25, 30 feet and had these massive scuba, scuba diving helmets on. And we kind of walked on the floor and saw some uh, helicopter and bunch of other stuff that they put down there for everybody to look at. So it was really cool. Well, neat. Yeah, see, if I went on... And I didn't get sunburned. You did. I did not. Oh, well, there you go. If I went went on a cruise, I'd be fishing over the side. (laughs) You're on, like, deck 15, and you throw your bobber over the edge. (laughs) Hey, you get a bunch of fluorocarbon or some braid, you can cast a long way with some braid, man. I'd be fishing for some yellowfin or something. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Talked to Randy Munson yesterday. I went out to uh, I went out to Carl's and I got uh, some quick lane service done on my truck. I got my oil changed, and you know they're so nice. They let me just sit in my truck while they're rotating my tires and doing my oil change, so I can just keep working on my phone and listening to my satellite radio. And well, that's good. Yeah, they're really nice to me about that. And uh, Munson goes, "Are you leaving or are you just getting here?" I said, "No, I'm done. I was here." He goes, "What time did you get here?" I got here at six. So you're six in the morning. I go, "Yeah," and I got right in. I there was nobody there at six in the morning. Oh, it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I pop, popped in. They got me out of there super quick, and then I got a chance to go finish some stuff and and get ready. But uh, no, they did a great job, and awesome. I got a, I got a chance to. Boy, I tell you what, you guys are stocked with trucks right now. Yeah, we have a ton. Yeah, you we got do. rid of all the 18s, though, which was good. We got rid of our last 2018 yesterday, so wow. um, that was nice before the end of the month. So, Well, that's exciting. Yeah, now you're going to have to re- get your uh, get your petty cash built back up now. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, well, so what's... Plenty of 2019s to go around. Yeah, not for everybody to have two. So what are you going to do for everybody today? You know, free uh, free upgrade on tires, or uh, what, what are you going to do? Come on, give them a smoke That's joke. a great thought. Yeah, you know, I still have zero percent financing. Is that worth something? Yeah, well, I never know. I never get to take advantage of that <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Well, what GM did is they they extended the rebates out until Tuesday. So normally they're good till the end of the month, but they told us yesterday that they're going to be good until Tuesday or excuse me Monday night. So, um, so you got zero percent on certain uh, Silverados out there on the 2019s. Uh, the Memorial Day. Um, for the veterans is still out there too, or or military members. So you get. Uh, special military pricing, and then you get an extra rebate on certain vehicles, too. So you kind of get two things, which is nice. That is nice, yeah. Uh, so that's still out there until uh, Tuesday morning when we get new incentives. And uh, there's some up to $6,500 in rebates on certain 2019s as well, too. So there's some good rebates out there to be had. All right. Where can they find you? Uh, 1101 Southeast. Oral labor at the Rock, and I'll be here till six p.m. today. Just look for the cubicle that's got the palm tree sticking out of it, and yeah. I'm sure he's got some life preservers from the cruise ship that he's that he snagged. Yeah. You know, I'm you know I can see you running around the Hulu deck. I'm smoking Joe Smelter. Can I have this? Can I have that? Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's my pina colada. Hey, does all the 2019s on the trucks? Do they all have that exterior plug-in in the bed? No, it's optional. It is optional. Okay, yep. I, I saw that the other yep. day, and I thought that was pretty cool. So. 
Yeah, and what's really nice is you can turn that on and off, so there's not always going to be power there. So oh, okay. can, there's a switch on the inside of the truck that you can just turn it on and off as you wish. And as well, you if and when I do get a 19, I'm going to get that because, the, you know, if you're out fishing and you got your electric flay knife, you can just flay your fish right there on the tailgate, and yep. you plug yep. in your you can plug in your electric flay knife right there. I think that is an amazing idea. Yep. Yep, people really, really enjoy that option. It's I, been, I'm, it's been I, I'm really look, popular. I'm looking forward to it. So, all Sounds right, good buddy. All right, well, let me know when you got free floorboards, free up tire upgrade, free Linex <laughs> bed liner, and some other stuff, and we'll talk. You'll be the first one to know. Yeah, that'll be a long wait. All right, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Joey. Take care. Have a great day. Hey, yeah, I'm glad you're back. Thank you, sir. You're, Thank you. All right, go see Smelter. He'll save you a bunch of money. See you, Joe. See ya. Smoking Joe Smelter. There he goes. 8.52 and some change. Do we, we still have to break? Oh, my gosh. We're late. Hey, we'll be right back, and we're going to have to do rapid trivia to get everything in. So go ahead and call now, 244-1350, if you want to play trivia. We'll be right back. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. We're going to go right to the phones because we're going to have to do this quick, and we're going to Get on trivia. Uh, who's up first there, Bubba? Uh, we got Todd up first. Todd, good morning. How are you doing? Morning, great. Todd, all right, here's what we got today. Do you want a uh, lot of pop popcorn uh, package, or would you like a cookies barbecue grill pack, or I've got a brand new uh, work sharp sharpener to give away? Uh, let's do the sharpener. You got it. Congratulations. Thank you. That was easy, wasn't it? That was awesome. All right, you hang on for me, okay? Thank you. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's go see. Uh, Andrew, who do we got next? I can't see the board from here. Uh, that is uh, Jim. Jim, is this you, buddy? Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm working driving. Well, there you go. Be Drive careful now. Oh, yes. Jim, can I interest you in a cookies barbecue grill pack, or would you like a lot of pop popcorn pack? I'll take the cookies grill pack. That's well, always good. Well, you got it. And that's just, uh, you know, here's your trivia question. What show are you listening right now? Okay. What show are you listening to right now? Uh, Outdoors Dance. Ding, ding, ding. 1350. Yeah, see, there you go. ESPN. You got it, man. You you hang on, and thank you so much. I really appreciate you. You bet. Thank you. Hang on for me. All right. Uh, now, did you get all their info? All right. So we're going to, if you got, if we got your info, you're good. And uh, we got one more. One, uh, no, we're done. Really? Really? Can you get one more in? <laughs> well that's we're out of time don't worry about it. you know two hours goes way too quick you know i got yapping about scuba diving and stuff that's my fault i i miss diving i i do i just i missed it i've been it's probably been 15 years since i've been diving if not longer i just uh used to love doing that stuff but forgive me all right well we'll be back uh next week keep it here on 1350 espn go blues hope the blues do it tonight Want to see some red lights, man. Go! I hope they go Stanley Cup. We'll see you next time. God bless you.